but yourself If you ain't on that, won't nothing else help Life, liberty, pursuit of happiness You ain't with that, you probably living like savages Health, wealth, knowledge yourself If you ain't on that, won't nothing else help Life, liberty, pursuit of happiness You ain't with that, you probably living like savages With a mind's right and shine's like What's up good people, welcome to episode 141 of the Project Work Podcast. This is your holistic and common sense pursuit of health and wellness. In these streets, you know what we do. We self-check, we self-evaluate. We always look at ourselves. We don't blame the man, we don't blame the system, we don't blame the environment. We look at how we're thinking, how we're eating, how we're operating, how we're feeling. And that's what we go to work on. I'm your host, Root the Great. And if you're wondering who the hell told me I'm great, I'm wondering who the hell told you that you were not. And more importantly, why did you believe them? So what's up? What's going on? It's been a little minute since we chatted, so come on in. Don't take your shoes off, though. You can sit on down. But I'm likely to offend, so you may not hang around that long, and that's all good. Learn how to take what applies and let the rest fly. How are you living? There's really only one tenant. There's only one charge for you, above all, and that's to know thyself. Where are you in your thoughts? Where are you in your behavior? Where are you in your triggers? Where are you in your health? Where are you in your overall overall wealth? Those are the questions for yourselves. And only you can answer those. How are you standing? Are you still standing? If you're still listening to this, we know you're still here. So that's good news. You're still here playing the game. Congratulations. If you stood tall. If you've been a man or a woman of your word, if you haven't wavered, if you haven't compromised your beliefs, your integrity, your standards, your principles, congratulations. If you have, congratulations. Now I know you're wondering, wait a minute now. No, no, no. The congratulations is either or. It's not about a right or wrong. It's just where you are. And many of us, had to <laughs> do a few things before we realized, damn, I don't want to do that anymore. We had to have life knock up, knock us upside the head a couple times. So if you have compromised yourself, if you have gone against your intuition, if you have made decisions that you knew was not truly in alignment with who you are, then that's a lesson. And for us, we thank life for all lessons because all lessons are a gift. It's a benefit. Anytime we get the opportunity to learn and get better, oh, man, we take that with all gratitude. I didn't say you was going to like it. I didn't say it was going to feel good, but we take the lessons for what they are. The question of the hour is not have you been stupid, not are you being stupid, 
But how long? How long are you going to be stupid? Pops used to say that, and me and my siblings got a kick out of it. We just thought this dude was just off his rockers. Like, he is such an idiot. Because he kept repeating it. He kept saying, don't be stupid all your life. I mean, <laughs> how philosophical is that? I mean, that ain't deep. Like, what are you saying? You're saying a whole bunch of something, but you're not saying anything. Or at least that's what we thought. And then, you know, you live a little bit. And the light bulb goes off like, oh, don't be stupid all your life. Because there's a time for all things. And I don't care who you're looking at or listening to who may appear to have it all figured out. Um, They have at one point. And they may still be in certain areas in their life stupid about certain things. So how long? The question is how long? How long are you going to go against your own inner guidance? How long are you going to feel the urging that says no, not that way? How long are you going to keep going that way anyway? How long? Because life is so kind and so patient. She waits. She will give you exactly what it is that you are asking for. And as we look at the moment right now, we've talked about this before, right? The matrix ain't letting you out. It doesn't let you out. That's not how the game is played. And the matrix isn't a problem. This, the way the world is operating, society in general, is not the problem. You are. See, the exit to, or should I say out of the matrix, does exist. And that's within yourself. But it's hard to find something within yourself when you're not familiar with yourself in general. <laughs> so... The gifts of the moment. All of us are being um, required to look at ourselves in a through a different lens, in a different way, in a different manner. And that's where you have to decide, do you like what you see? A lot of people don't like what they see, so they're not interested in looking. So anything, any distraction... Right. It would take them away from anything that resembles a reflection of themselves. They'll take it all day, every day. And then we have the matrix that is doing what it is designed to do. Just last week, the end of the week, new variant. These people just pull things out of their ass. I can't be mad. I, I, I sit and watch and it's like, come on, bruh. Even Stevie Wonder can see this. What is, come on. But I can't be mad because I am reminded of old Rook who had a lot of things right before my eyeballs and I could not see it. Because you have to have an eye to see, an ear to hear. So it is unfolding exactly divinely as it's supposed to. This is a spiritual game, and that's why we have to welcome these opportunities. So when we talk about what are the gifts of this moment, 
What have we been gifted with? Let's just say for the last two years. If we could sum it up. For a lot of people, pain. For a lot of people, discomfort. And for many people, preparation. Preparation. See, there's this idea that, and Americans are really, really good at this, that the more comfortable you make people, the better they are, the better they become. <sighs> Except the results say otherwise. There is this idea that you can continue to run, that you can numb yourself from feeling anything. This is why you suffer. This is why all people have to have happen is that they can't go to their favorite restaurant and they have a freaking mental meltdown. Because I'm not used to not getting what I want. And I don't know how to handle how that feels when I don't. So in an effort to counter that, I will do anything. I will sign up for anything. I will take anything. And I will allow anything to be fair game as long as I can get back to what is familiar. <laughs> ah, that good old discomfort. Discomfort, pain. The reason that most people have such a great problem with those two things, although they come bearing, I mean, they are the gifts that life comes bearing. Like it's, man, it's your pleasure to confront pain. It's your pleasure to experience discomfort. The folks that we like to look at, like, man, look at how they've overcome this. And they seem to be so strong, great tenacity, what do you think? How the hell do you think that they got to that? Because they didn't they experience pain before. They've experienced adversity before. They've experienced discomfort before. It is something about approaching pain and allowing it to saturate every crease of your spirit and your, your body. Like it has to consume you. Like you got to feel every inch of it. How do you know a thing if you've never encountered it, if you've never gone toe-to-toe -to -toe with it? How do you know what to do when you confront it again? Let's go with the idea of, you know, trying to stick uh, fluid in someone's body. The idea is that we're going to give you a thing that your body is not going to recognize that your body is going to recognize as foreign in hopes that your body will will process it, collect data on it, analyze it, figure out how to create a weaponry against it, so to speak. Makes a note so that if it encounters it again, it knows what it is and how to respond. Uh-huh. Pain works the same way. It's data collection. So people who you see 
Like when we look at the older generation, they look at us like, what the, what is wrong with y'all? These people have worked, some of them very, very hard, factory life, working outside, maybe in the fields, um, doing all sorts of manual labor. Wintertime, summertime, didn't matter. And they got it done because that was the job at hand. They had a duty to get it done. They look at us and we complaining because... Um, I got to check my work email all day. That's what we complain about. Is it the work at hand that's the problem? Is it the discomfort that's the problem? Is it the pain that's the problem? Or is it our perspective about those things that are the problem? When you know that you are simply built to outlast, you are built to get through, get around, <laughs> rise above. Well, you know that's just your natural, genetic, spiritual makeup. What What is a little pain to a God? What is it? Other than just another toolkit. Just a tool to put in my tool belt. That's all it is. So the gifts of the moment, the gifts of this time right now, that pain, that discomfort, even a frustration. There's a lot of frustration, especially as people are starting to figure out something ain't adding up, something ain't adding up. We have big Division I colleges having football games with 80 90 and 100,000 people packed like sardines elbow to elbow not taking no tests not wearing no masks and it is complete joy and celebration it's a party then you go look at little Timmy and he's at school in a room with 10 other people spread out and he's behind a plastic box so the frustration is building where people are starting to say something and the milk ain't clean. Now, if you go back and look, go all the way back to, not December 2020, December 2019, we discussed this. We discussed that if the opportunity presented itself, that the game was going to be the matrix was going to I don't like I don't like the I don't like the terminology when people say the powers that be because when you say that it's almost like white supremacy what are you saying about yourself because if white is supreme then what are you if the powers that be when you refer to something else then what the hell are you the power that's not <laughs> that be not so I don't I don't like phrasing it like that because the power of thee is greater than any power that be or the illusion of a power that be and this is where we get the game twisted and although we talk the talk we talk the spiritual talk we talk like we know the game we woke we know what's going on but the more the world starts to crumble before our physical eyes we fall right in line with it Oh man, this is it. This is the big one. It's going down. It's getting worse. 
because we are more convinced of what our senses tell us and show us than what it is that we truly believe and stand on within our hearts and spirits. And that's the problem. So on a mass level, mass consciousness, people have been asking for truth and they getting it. People have been asking for growth, for insight, for elevation, and baby, they getting it. Now, there's still people who have asked and are in resistance to it. And they have had a very tough time these past couple years. Still right now, anxious, afraid, in a state of panic, fearful. Haven't had a reason to be fearful. Ain't it crazy how you can be just living your life and all you have to do is hear, not see evidence of, hear that there's trouble on the horizon and your entire disposition changes. Your energy changes, your mood changes, your thoughts change. And at that moment, you then changed. That's that mind, body, and spirit. And that is our trinity of creation. This hearing something can change your mood. I call you up and tell you, meet me tomorrow morning. I got 25K in cash for you. You probably won't even be able to sleep tonight. Bro, I'm going to be there early, bro. I I can't believe it. I I won. This is like. Now flip that. And I tell you, hey, I got one of your loved ones. Um, I'm going to need 25K by tomorrow morning. That's a whole different. Like, can you stand on what you know to be true? When everything around you is in turmoil, when there is a tornado around you, when there's a hurricane, when shit is on fire, it's falling down, people are running, screaming. Can you plant yourself and stay solid? This is the preparation we've been getting. You get to hone these skills. You get to develop the character that you say you after anyway. All of the talking, all of the study, if you're a person who's been really getting serious about transforming your life, right? So you've just been digging deeper and learning more. You've been studying more. You've been working on yourself, working on your eating, what you're taking in. And you've you've been studying, getting new philosophies and new ways of looking at things. And all of that is absolutely fantastic. But until that work is tested, Until that knowledge is put to the test, that faith is put to the test. None of it can be trusted. A faith untested is a faith that can't be trusted because everybody got what Mike Tyson say. Everybody got a plan until they get punched in the mouth. So the way we look at this thing, the way those of us in the know. Look at this thing is that all things work together for good and that I take whatever is offered, whatever I find before me, whatever those circumstances are, whatever the places, people, things that I, that I find in my personal experience is what has been offered to me, right? I take that and I use it. This is true alchemy. This is you understanding that you are always behind the wheel, And you get to decide how you respond to circumstances and situations. And 
You will know when you have shifted into another level of operating, when the pain comes, when there is discomfort that comes and you welcome it and you find yourself saying, man, I'm so grateful. I know there's something that this is going to develop within me. There's a lesson in this for me. I welcome it and I thank it for it in advance. That's the beauty in getting and operating from a place of peace. Whose report will you believe? And as I said before, <laughs> the Matrix game don't stop, baby. They got new variants coming out. You know, they about to put people getting a shot every damn month. They got a pill. They, they ready for you. They are ready for you. And here's, you know, I'm going to tell you why I'm not mad. You know why I'm not mad? Because it's what the people want. You don't, we don't get it. The people are, there are a group of people fiending for this. So whereas some of us have been looking for or asking for a more uh, freedom and more understanding and more growth and more insight and truth, some of us have been looking for a savior still. We've been looking for the illusion of safety, the illusion of security. That's what we want. Like we gnawing at it like a dog. More, more, more. And guess what? Ask and you shall receive. So I'm not mad at the matrix at all. I'm not mad at the government. I'm not. I talk junk about it because it's like, bro, come on. But at the end of the day, the game is the game. And we can blame the drug dealer, but there can be no drug dealer without a drug user. There got to be a market for what it is that the drug dealer is even selling. So, again, we never looking and pointing the finger because all of this ceases. The entire system gets disrupted. Begins to crumble from the inside out. The more people say no. No. We're not doing that. Nope. No more of that. That's We've had enough. So I'm, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. See, see <laughs> these pharmaceutical companies can't, can't offer you or can't offer the, pu- the public or the market anything that the market doesn't actually want. Isn't actually buying. Now, you could say, well, damn, bro. Yeah, they are based on marketing and this, this, that, or the other. See, that's that type stuff I don't like. Because now that I hear victim in that. Because you could market me all sorts of shit. If I don't want it, you can't tempt me with what I don't want. <laughs> you can lay out all sorts of ribs and barbecue you could lay out hot dogs and sausage and it could be dripping with all sorts of barbecue sauce and whatever I don't want that it's not tempting to me so I don't want to hear nothing about what they doing what are you doing and how are you responding that's the question of the hour Uh uh-huh so how long you gonna stay stupid That's the question. And I didn't say how long are people going to stay stupid. These questions are for yourself. This is self-reflection. 
Because as long as we stay in a state of keeping our attention on ourselves, that's when our own self-power magnifies, intensifies. There's a tendency to try to save the world, but I don't know how you do that without saving yourself. Because when we understand the rules of engagement, when we understand that mind is all and all is mine, we understand that the physical is an outpicturing of the non-physical. So what it is that you are experiencing, it had a non-physical origin before it ever came into the physical experience. We can't miss that. We can't. Like, it's so significant. And the more you understand that I'm telling you, stuff's going to start make a lot of sense to you. You're going to sit back and watch. Be like, oh, I get it now. I didn't understand why some people seem to be lucky and some people seem not. I didn't understand. Like, (laughs) people think the rich getting richer and the poor getting poorer is about this tussle between rich people just trying to take everything and, and, and the poor people just these little damsels in distress and they're just getting taken advantage of and not understanding this is a game of energy. It's a game of momentum. There are people, no matter how much you tell them that there is opportunity everywhere, that there is health everywhere. Come on, jump on in on the other side. They like, nope, you don't understand because not everybody, not everybody can. That's where they are. And unless they change something, they will continue to go down. That momentum of that negative poverty, um, uh, consciousness that 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 mindset of lack which is rooted in fear oh it continues to build it's like a yarn a ball of yarn keep rolling it and it'll get bigger and bigger and bigger depending on which way you roll it we'll just go with it you, you know what i'm saying so health has always existed healthy people have always existed strong people have always existed those who seem to just have this magical effect, like, damn, they just, you know, seem like everything they touch. They made one little small invested investment, and it's like triple. And it, it's like, bro, I've been trying to do X, Y, Z, everything I, I put in there, I lose. You're right. One, just based on how you think, listen to what your words, listen to what you say. Every time I do that, I got piss poor results. Yep. The mind is everything. So wherever you are right now with everything that is unfolding, hopefully, hopefully you can look back and say, I might not be where I want to be. I might not be where I plan to be, but I am further than I was. That I've been making some forward motion. It don't have to be 18 miles. It could be one step forward is forward. And that's what we're asking for within ourselves. Because the stronger you get, the wiser you become, the more insightful you get, the more you open yourself up in a receptive state of, because here's the thing, the healthier you are, man, there's a flow. All you got to do is get in alignment with that flow. The more you are receptive to that, it don't matter what nobody tell you. It don't matter what they share with you. They can give you all the gems. Like 
think of the top 20 most influential and, and uh, wealthy folks. They can come in and give you game. I mean, they can write it down in a booklet. Right. Ten pages. They done printed it out, told you every single thing they've done, every single thing you should do. Don't matter. <laughs> it don't no matter. Because when you are locked into a program that says the world is in control, there are these unseen people who are deciding everything and they're going to decide my fate and they're going to put us all back in some, some, a state of submissive slavery. And we are going to like the, the more you lock in there, that life is getting worse. The times are getting worse. Uh, on and on and on. My mama got sick. So I don't care what you say. This is real. And okay, cool. I say keep going and I'm not being funny. Continue that and just see where it leads you. This is the only way. This is why experience is so powerful. You have to see some things for yourself. So if that's your story and you sticking to it, by all means, go right ahead. Let us know how it works out. Check back in one year from now and tell us that if you went another 12 months, how that ultimately unfolded for you. Common sense should say, however you've been going about things, even if you feel so strong that I just believe this is right, look at your results. Look at your results. <laughs> if your body is going down, uh-huh. If you find yourself stuck, uninspired, experiencing depression, keyword experiencing not are because you are never depressed watch your words if you find yourself in a state of extreme dissatisfaction extreme agitation that might be just a sign for you that you're <laughs> Your mind and your, and, your, and your spirit is trying to tell you something. Might be worth exploring. Because that's what we do. We look at ourselves. And we say, what do I need to go to work on? We look at our results. Is this working? If not, maybe there's an adjustment that needs to be made. And I don't care how cool and calm and collect I've been throughout all of this time, which I have, because I knew it was BS from the very beginning. We called it. We called it from the very beginning, like, oh, they're going to try to do with this what they tried to do with Ebola. Watch. If they get it, see, they get an entry point. These, let, let me just say this right quick. These people are not infallible. This idea that they just sit down and they come up with these plans and they are so perfect and it goes one, two, three, four, five. It doesn't work like that. You're dealing with too many people, over 7 billion people on the planet. You can't coordinate that well. However, they've learned how to take what's offered and use it. So if they find an entry point, if something just organically happens they figured out they do have plans to say in this circumstance in this scenario boom we can use this as an entry point boom we can use this as some propaganda propaganda for that you understand what i'm saying like let's rewrite this whole idea of giving complete 
power. Because, you know, I'm going to tell you why it bothers me, because it's, it's that church junk. It's like giving complete power to the devil. It, you know, he's just this invisible thing. And no matter what, he's just going to wreak havoc. Like this, this, this group of people Now, granted, we know the game. Now we do understand there are those who have been in positions of power and influence who do run some things behind the scenes. We're not saying that that isn't factual because it is, but the moment you start going down this path and giving power, see, you relinquish the power that you have, you make them essentially a God. Remember, everything is always my fault, my fault, my fault. The moment it's somebody else's fault, it's in their hands and I can't do nothing about it. So if you go down this path of, well, you know, it's just you got the gates of the world. You got all these other folks of the world who's doing this and that. And it's like, well, we just stuck. Do you really believe that? Really? Well, I can't relate to that because that's not how I operate. And I'm never going to put, I don't care how much per, uh, money a person has or what position they're in. And I understand the games of the physical world. I got it. I'm, I'm clear on that. So I'm not ignorant in that sense. But <laughs> what I know at the end of the day, that's a human just like I'm a human. At the end of the day. I also know that the underpinning of all of this is the spiritual world. So I'll, I'll put my trust in that above all. That's, that's where I stand on it. However, no matter what, where I am and what I've experienced throughout this period, it's because I've been here before. See, when you go through things, when you allow life to break you, completely destroy you so that you can build anew, there's a shell that we got up that's an illusion of who we truly are. And life experiences would keep knocking on that, knocking on it, until it cracks it and then eventually breaks it. That is the... the illustration of what we hear in all of these religious texts all of these myths it is the persecution it is the death and it is the resurrection and once you go through that it's like you taking yourself or allowing yourself to go through hell and back and once you go there and you really experience that death Right, the dying of self, and you rise up anew after that. It's like what you see around you is child's play. It doesn't mean now that you don't get checked ever again. Don't miss, don't don't misunderstand what I'm saying. But it's the preparation. You gotta allow life. What is offered is always good. No matter how devastating it seems, there is greater purpose and we don't get to decide how that unfolds. And when you start getting so caught up in what we see in the physical, you see sickness, you see death. The universe is impartial. All things ultimately align and those souls decided 
Whether they were conscious of it while they were in their actual bodies or not, it doesn't matter. On an energetic level, they decided their transition was now. And we all got to respect that. Really, we don't got to respect it, but it's gone. it is what it is anyway. It is what it is. So honoring the process, that's the moral of this story. You must honor the process. Remember who you are. Stay close. Stay close to that inner dwelling place. That is your only safe place. I hate that. I hate that phrase. Is this a safe place? No. No, it ain't no damn safe place. I don't offer no safe place. The only safe place, the only true safe place is within yourself. And that should be good news. Because there, you know, you can always retreat to that place. And there, you know, nobody else can get to. So that should be good news. You are the safe place, no matter what is going on, no matter what is happening. And if you, and if you realize that everything is, don't you, don't think about this. If everything just goes exactly the way you expect it, there's never any hiccups. There's never any oopsies. There's never any quote unquote mistakes, any losses. What opportunity do you get to dig deeper within yourself? But when that back is against the wall, when it feels like everything is crushing down, when life got you on your knees, when you you in the damn shower, you you crying, you got as much water coming out of your eyes that's coming out of the shower head. You got to go deeper. It draws something out of you that is lying dormant. So how can you not be in a state of gratitude? If you right now still standing, deeper understanding, let's just say you early on, you you went along with all the nonsense. If you've now come to realize these mofos be lying like hell, that's a come up. That's a win. You are now prepared for the next finesse that comes. You already know you a liar. You can't be trusted. You are a propagandist. You will take whatever that you can use to make a profit, no matter how it impacts people, how it hurts folks. You're a bastard. Like, it's data collection. That's what this entire process is. So, oh, I thought I heard something. Remembering you can't get it wrong. No matter which way it goes, you can't get it wrong. If you still here, there's an opportunity to reflect. There's an opportunity to learn. There's an opportunity to grow. There's an opportunity to get better. The end. So the pain, the discomfort, and the preparation. That is what we've been gifted with these past couple years. And to me, that's something to give thanks for. And as we move you know, I don't get in all to the New Year stuff, but if that works for you, cool. We can we can frame it that way. It doesn't matter. As you shift, remember the date on the calendar don't matter if you're taking the same you in it. If you're taking the same mindset in it, if you're taking the same habits, the same thoughts, it's the same year. Just like all of what we saw December on social media, December 2020. Oh, yes. Woo. Woo. Throw 2020 away. We can't wait to 2021. 
We'll see the same ones this year. Woo! Get rid of 2021. Can't wait to 2022. And they just dragging that same old self into the new year. Doesn't matter. The world changes when you change. Calendar can change all it want. It's been doing that rapidly. It's been doing that month by month. It goes on. It is the, the you have to change. You have to see things differently. That's when you come alive, baby. And ain't nothing on this plane that you got to trip about. If you tripping, if you still find yourself tripping right now, I would ask you to sit down with a piece of paper and write down, what am I most bothered by? Right? Write it all out. Don't even stop. Just boom, 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 boom. Then I want you to sit back and look at that piece of paper and read it. And that there is telling you what all your energy is going to. So if you got five items, if you got 20, that's where your energy is being applied. So it's not that that is proof. See, Rook, I got a whole list. This is proof that the world is just trash. Men are trash. Women are trash. White people trash. The system trash. Okay, I got it. I got it. I got it. But what else is going on? Are you not still living? Do you not still have your health? Is your family, for the most part, in good health? Are you stuck running with a child back and forth to a hospital? No. Okay, do you have somewhere to live? Okay, cool. You got clean water. For the most part, clean, right? (laughs) Right, you have food. Most of us got options of what it is we want. Like, and those seem very basic. Yeah, bro, we know that. No, no, no. No. The point is that there is always something worth being thankful for that is before you. You just don't have your attention on that. That's not being magnified. There are people around you who are doing well, who are moving and grooving, who've overcome some things. You could put your attention there, but you don't. So what you focus in on, you become the battery to that. And so it become it becomes intensified. And you like, yeah, oh, that's proof. I told you. No, you didn't tell us nothing other than that's what you tapped into. Because I can give you a hundred examples of wonderful things that have taken place over the past couple of years. Well, yeah, but not everybody. I ain't talking about everybody. I ain't talking, I'm not talking about everybody. Everybody is never going to be on the same page. Again, we're talking about over 7 billion people. People, It's impossible. That's not the way it works. But there is always something worth honing into of what is working. What have I done well? Right? What If, if I'm just in my right mind, and right now, I will hope that's at the top of your list. If you are in your right mind and you are not leaving the house covered up like a damn Eskimo and sanitizing everything, that, ooh, you should give thanks for that. Ooh, mine, I thank you. I appreciate you for having my back. <laughs> like, like the fact that you can go to sleep and actually rest because a lot of people can't do that and, and wake up refreshed. These are things that seem simple, man. But as the world turns and we log in, we get on social media, we stay plugged in, plugged in. So what we think is our thoughts are not even ours. 
So once we finally do clock, clock off, right, we log out, leave the job, we ain't watching, you know, TV anymore, that stuff is still running. And there's never a cutoff. There's never a time where you just sit with yourself and it's just you and you. So you stay plugged in 24-7. You ain't got no other re- I mean, what else are you going to be other than sick? What else are you going to have other than anxiety? What else? Have, not have. What else are you going to experience other than anxiety? So the times come bearing gifts, my friend. That's the message of the hour. The pain, the discomfort, the inconvenience. They've tried to break a lot of people down. And that's that was a goal from the beginning. Like some folks actually went, <laughs> went out and got... <laughs> Got jabbed up so they could go on vacation. Wow, I guess, I guess that makes sense. I mean, I could, I could even rock with it if you said you legitimately believe that you needed it and you wanted it and it was necessary. Like if you really felt that, I could rock with it. But for you to do that, to wow, interesting. I guess whatever works. But that place of sitting still, if I got to sit still with myself and be okay with it. Now, I don't condone any of the BS that have taken place, but it's worth reflecting. If you can't sit in your house without losing your mind, that's a problem. And again, I'm not saying... I don't condone no lockdown BS because we knew it was BS from the very absolute beginning and no government and <laughs> the people should never, ever fall in line with the government taking on that sort of role and pretending to have that sort of authority. So I ain't rocking with that at all, but I'm just saying just in general is worth is something you got to dig into within yourself. Why can't I sit still for a period of time? Why can't I be okay with being around the people who I say I love? Why does that not feel normal and okay to me? Why does it not feel enough? If I just go outside and, you know, I can't get in the car and go nowhere, but I just go and appreciate the sun and the trees and the birds. This is just self-reflection, things we have to ask ourselves. Because while we don't condone the method there's benefits in everything. And it calls this time has called a lot, caused a lot of people to really slow down and reevaluate what's really important in life. And I don't know. I'm in this just like you are. We all watching. Who knows how it unfolds <laughs> from here on out? I don't know. What I do believe in, I believe in the power of the people. I believe that spirit is all. I believe that uh, all things work together for good. I believe that. And so, whereas we continue to point out the dumbasses, I believe there's even more people whose eyes are coming open, who's, who is building up some courage that was lying deep within, build, developing some boldness that they hadn't used maybe ever. And... Rising up.
Because there's something about putting a man and a woman's back against the wall that draws something beyond him or herself out. And that's what I'm I'm just sitting back waiting because I am not giving any thoughts to the government just like, oh, this is it. I mean, I'm about to be a victim. The government going to take over. They cut like, no, no, nope. Don't even entertain it for a second. And you could call that delusional, maybe whatever. But you are just as delusional if you are playing out scenarios of in your mind that have not played out. Right. If you're playing those negative scenarios of how it's all going to hell, you're just as delusional, too. Because you could play that thing the same way. I don't know if many of you remember, you know, when it all went down with Ebola, but it was the same. I mean, it wasn't on this scale now. But the same type of rhetoric. This is it. You know, in times, you better go stock your house with food. You know, this going to be, you know, a shortage of this and that. We use wisdom. I think good wisdom and common sense says you need to have things that you can access. So are there things that you would need to access? You should have in your house. You should have food. Yes, you should have pantry with things in it. Even though we talk a lot about eating fruits and vegetables and fresh things. Yeah, you should have rice. You should have some beans, you know, stocked up. That's just good, good practice. Not out of a state of fear because we don't operate in fear. But it's just preparation. It's like you don't buy one roll of toilet paper at a time. Even if you stay right by the store. Why? Does it make sense? I know I'm going to need more toilet paper. So let me buy some more rolls at once so I have to go back and forth. So, yes, using common sense, yes. Making sure you have the things that you need, the necessities that can take care of you and your family. You got plant medicine on deck. You ain't got to wait somebody not feeling good and then you got to try to run to the Internet and then if they sold out. No, that's just not a good practice to have. But it's no different than any other preparation that we take in our lives. But it's never rooted in fear. Ever. So. I hope. You know. You've you've encountered some of these gifts. You know. A little bit of pain has knocked at your door. A little bit of discomfort. And a whole lot of preparation. Because that is what will be required to move forward. A lot of people are under the impression that we're just going to make life cushier. Don't say anything. Say everything is okay. Tell someone that they can have, you know, 56 identities. Call them they. Yes, everything is great. Don't talk about anything. Agree with it all. Yeah, we're going to see how well that works out. We're going to see how well that works out. We know how that plays out. But we're going to see. We're going to see. We'll, we'll keep it open. The weak don't survive. The weak don't survive. You must be strong in mind, strong in body, strong in spirit. I don't make the rules. <laughs> we look to nature and she confirms. It simply is a survival of the fittest. That's the way it goes. All of what has happened throughout these past couple years, same thing. Those who are weaker in body, 
you see them impacted. Those who are weaker in mind, do you realize you had people locked in their houses who never left? They never left home, stayed locked up for like a year, who ended up, and I use this so loosely, getting <laughs> the Kororo. Really? Yeah, they got it all right. They got it right in that mind. And once it got in the mind, it infiltrated the body. And it was a wrap. Done. It was a story. It was a, I can't remember the guy's name. Um, he's a good follow too. I had to look him up. Um, but he was telling the story and I'm not going to get it all the way right, but I'm going to give you the gist of it that there was a, uh, repairman. I'm assuming he was a repairman. Anyway, it was a, he was going inside of a truck, an ice truck. So whatever type of vehicle where in the inside, there is like a freezer area. So he goes inside and the latch closes and it breaks to some extent where he can't get out. Right. So he's banging on the door, banging on it, banging on it. No one hears him. So he waits. As he waits, he makes notes on the side of the wall. And he, doc, he he documents the time. So he starts off with, well, I came in here this time and apparently the latch is broken. I'm locked in. I can't get out. And he goes, you know, after some time passes, it's starting to feel cold in here. Then from there, he documents the time. It's really getting cold in here. Documents the time. I'm starting to feel weak. It's really freezing. And his last message was, I don't think I'm going to make it. Right? They eventually find him inside. He's dead. Come to find out, the thermostat in the freezer was broken. It was not freezing in the freezer. It was actually 56 degrees. <laughs> so what happened? The mind is a powerful thing. And as a man thinketh, so is he. Like, I don't know any greater demonstration, like, boom, like how you can literally walk yourself into the gates of death. Just just through your mind and just through your thoughts. No reason. You and I can stand outside for hours with it 56 degrees. But his mind said, I'm locked in a freezer. There is no way out. Like, that's a death sentence to the mind. And he talked his way and his mind took him right to exactly what he thought was possible. I say all that to say, the only way out is in, my friend. The only way out is in. And if you are looking for just one thing to begin to work on for yourself, it has to be your mind. What helps you callous the mind is going through pain, is experiencing pain, is experiencing discomfort. 
This is why we do the things, excuse me, that we often don't like to do. When we get up early in the morning and we set a routine, when we go and work out, when we uh, discipline ourselves with a certain lifestyle of eating and diet, when we say we're going to drink this amount of water, it's it's not comfortable because some people literally just roll over. Hell, they got snacks they left from the night before. So they just roll over, eat something, get up, go get some breakfast, and they're eating all day long. Why? Because it feels good, it feels familiar, and it feels comfortable. So those of us who allow ourselves to experience that, we are callousing the mind. We are reminding ourselves, I am not the mind, I am not the body. Who I truly am at the spirit level I control my mind and I control my body. I tell you what we're going to do. And even when the mind starts to wonder, I remind mine, yo, nah, that ain't what we're about to do right now. This is what we said we were going to do. And that is the game changer. Callous the mind. And you do that by welcoming opportunities that put you in a state of being uncomfortable being irritated, being agitated, and experiencing pain because it all leads to preparation. It's the it's the knife sharpening itself. That's what's happening. And as and you get better. The reason why you suck at it now because you ain't been practicing anything other than what you've been doing. When you practice thinking like a loser, thinking like someone sick, thinking like someone broke, Operating like someone, you know, as that's a victim, that's what you get. And the moment you try to shift from that, it becomes very, very difficult. Why? Because it's a new state. And their body says, the mind says, whoa, we are uncomfortable. We don't even understand. Why are we doing this? Just go back and get the honey bun, bro. Like, we'll work out. We'll start later. We'll do it another time. And you miss. Just like these past two years. Opportunities have been presenting themselves. People didn't reflect. No, no, we decided to just jump over the bridge. Not literally. But opportunities are presenting itself coming wrapped. (laughs) Like the box is coming wrapped. The outside says discomfort, pain, disappointment, sadness. Frustration, but if you begin to unwrap that thing, there's something greater. There's something greater. So as we continue to navigate, and we're gonna jump back in here and doing our thing, doing our thug thizzle, because we are the exception. Why? Because we choose to be. I mean, it ain't just because we all that special, even though we are. <laughs> I mean, but everybody is, or everybody could be if they only realize it. So we are exceptional because we've decided to be. We are the one. No matter who's around us, no matter what our family is doing, no matter what our friends are doing, we are the one who've decided we will get different results. And how we get those different results is through different actions, through different habits, through a different way of living and a different way of seeing things. That's all I got for you, good people. Until next time. Peace.